Welcome back to week four of the Transfer Portal Gambling Show. I'm joined by Andrew and Matt. We don't have Andrew, Andrew Stern, Matt. We don't have Andrew today. Um, but before we get into the show, Andrew Stern, a word from our sponsor. Winning season has officially returned, and with the NCAA back in action, plenty of opportunities to win at my bookie. Whether you're a seasoned better or a first timer, my bookie gets you the most for your money with a double deposit bonus up to a thousand bucks for first time account creators. To claim your bonus, sign up and use the promo code TRANSFER on your first deposit, and you'll instantly double your money. It's simple. Make a $100 deposit, put $200 in your account, and you can use your funds to bet on as many individual games, contests, or props as you want. Bet on team win totals, predict the national championship winner, or use the MyBookie Prop Builder to give yourself the edge you need to secure the bag. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. Beautiful. I love that we're sponsored. I'll say that every single time you read the ad read. Uh, we'll get into it. We're going to skip the Thursday and Friday games because we don't really have any plays. This comes out on Friday. You'll see our Thursday picks on Cali site. We'll tweet those out for you. Um, I'll just kick it off with, I mean, shocker. I'm going to kick it off with Penn State. Uh, I'm not going with the spread here because, again, 28 is big for me. I think Central Michigan's not good. Penn State easily covered against Ohio, but 28 kind of skeeves me out. My play in this game, though, is going to be over 63 just because Penn State's offense is going to eviscerate Central Michigan's defense. They're going to score a ton of points. They're going to pull Clifford in the first half. Drew Aller is going to come in the second half. He's going to score touchdowns at home. And then I think that Central Michigan will get like one or two touchdowns with Lou Nichols and Daniel Richardson in. And then they'll start to score one more maybe to get to 21 late in the fourth quarter. But Penn State already have like 45 by that point. So that'll get you over late in the fourth quarter. I'm on over 63 for that game. Yeah, I like that. Penn State just has so many offensive dudes. And even when you talk about you take Clifford out of the game, well, there's a better quarterback coming off the bench. Yeah, I love Drew. He's unbelievable. Uh, he's, he's our future. It's very exciting to see Al, uh, Katron Allen, Nick Singleton, and Drew Aller out there already. Uh, the next noon game, we're going to stay in the Big Ten. Matt, do you want to start off with Maryland-Michigan? Uh, This is my lock, so no. Oh, Ooh. all right. Well, then. I didn't know it was your lock. I didn't read that on the board, but I'll go. I have Maryland plus 17. You might be disagree. We'll find out later. But I just think that Maryland, they looked, they looked pretty good last week against SMU. That was like a hard-fought win. Michigan hasn't proved anything to me. And I think 17 is a fair line, but I think Maryland keeps this one close. Again, it'll be one of those games. Michigan's going to win pretty uh, – Not it's not going to be too hard for them. But I think Maryland will keep it within 17. They'll – score late to get close, make it like 13, I think, 10. But I think uh, Talia and those guys, those dudes in the wide receiver core will keep it close. And I think Maryland can cover the 17. Yeah, Maryland was a team I was banking on early in the season and even before the season. I, I love their offense. It hasn't looked amazing, especially against teams like Charlotte. You, you kind of want to beat Charlotte by a little bit more, but yeah. if the defense can kind of hold its own, I, I trust Talia enough. I trust Dante Demas and I trust for Kim Jarrett enough. So I like that. I'm in the same exact boat there. I mean, and then another noon game I have, I, I just realized that I kind of stacked up my noon, my, my morning slate. I'm going. So I talked about this on the upset show. Uh, um, I think Wake Forest is a good shot to Clemson. I know neither team is impressed. Wake Forest won a close one against Liberty, but I think that's because they were looking ahead to this Clemson game. And Clemson hasn't impressed me. If you're going to give me a touchdown dog at home with Sam Hartman 
at quarterback, I think Wake Forest keeps us close. Even if Clemson does win the game, they won't blow them out. They'll win by less than a touchdown. I think they could have won by four or five, whatever. I think Wake Forest keeps this one close. I think they could even win, but I'm going Wake Forest plus seven. Yeah, I love that. Um, this will be in my parlay, but I, I, I love that play. Yeah, I just think, I mean, like we said in the ACC preview, 11-1 Wake Forest, this is where it starts. This is how you get there. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of that play. Yeah, I, I wonder – DJ hasn't looked awful this year, but when are we going to see Kate Klubnik? We saw it in the Georgia Tech game. He just looks like the smoother quarterback, better mechanics. I, I want to see him for four quarters of football. I don't want to see him for two drives, Dabo. I want to see four quarters. Yeah, the I, prediction in our ACC preview is actually that he gets benched at halftime of this game. So you ooh. could see this game. Possible. That was my prediction, yep. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that game. I wish it was a night game so we could kind of like I – don't, I don't have other games around it, but that's going to be the best game of that noon slate. That's easily my favorite game of the noon slate. Yeah, I'm very excited for that one. I think that's, that's that rounds it up for us for the noon games, right, if we're going to move on. I believe yeah, so. There's not, there's not a yeah. lot of games on there. Yeah, it's – I mean, Kansas-Duke game of the week, but I'm not touching that. I don't think that I, – I, you can't – you can't – you can't take that game. Three and no Kansas. Three and zero. What is the total in that game? Uh, let's find out. Because I know Kansas can score. Jalen Daniels is a very good football player. It's pretty high, sixty-six and a half. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. Not touching that. I mean, I think Kansas can score. I just don't know if Duke. I don't think they'll. I don't think Duke will be able to score enough to keep up. I I like Kansas to win. I'm just not going to touch that spread. Yeah, I completely agree. If you want to throw Kansas money on a parlay, hey, go for it. Uh, the two o'clock games, we don't really have anything, but I just like to, uh, since we're a fade Colorado podcast, we're kind of, I'm leaning UCLA, but I just don't, UCLA's, I don't trust, I don't trust them. Maybe if you want to take Colorado team total under, but no official plays from us and the fade Colorado portion of the show. Yeah. It- it's not even me being confident in Colorado because that doesn't exist. Their own AD isn't confident in Colorado. It's the fact that they should have lost to South Alabama, UCLA being they. And UCLA just hasn't looked good. This is going to be a garbage football game. If you told me the final score was 14 to 10, I would be like, wow, Colorado scored 10 points. Yeah, it's not. Our, our guys and sickos have some absolute gems this week. There are some yucky games. Oh, it's a good thing they were the podcast guests, which you should I, I, check I was, out. Yeah. I was tempted at two different times to bet on Hawaii money line and Virginia Tech money line. So that, that tells you how yucky this this slate is. It's disgusting. Yeah. It's awful. Which a, means we're gonna make the most money on it. Yeah, hopefully, or we get screwed. But I think I will, I'm I'm very confident in our in our plays so far. So that kind of rounds up the two o'clock. Three thirty, probably the best three thirty game. We'll start off with Florida and Tennessee. I think I don't have an official play for it, but I just think it's going to be a good game. And I think Matt, you have a player, right? Yeah, I, ha- I have Tennessee romping Florida. Uh, it's minus 10 and a half. I, I, I'll, I'll take that up to 13 and a half. Florida just hasn't looked good since their, since their opening week shocker against Utah. They, they, they almost lost to USF last week. They were on upset alert for most of that game. Uh, I, I think then it just comes down to Tennessee has a defense that I think will be able to stop 
what what Florida can do. Anthony Richardson has struggled throwing the ball, and I think Tennessee will be able to stop the run. And I can't say the same the other way. Tennessee has one of the higher pace, more electric offenses in the country, and I don't think Florida will be able to contend with that. So I have Tennessee minus ten and a half. Of all the Heisman's in this country right now, I think we can all say that uh, the Week One Anthony Richardson Heisman was a a case in itself that no longer stands for anything on this ground. He he's been so bad over the last two games. He should have lost to USF. I'll stand on that hill until I die. Yeah, that was that poor that poor holder man. I felt so bad for him. Yeah. He just just dropped in and the kicker almost drilled it. It would have been awesome. Um, he almost hit it as well. Like he, he almost yeah. hit it with the bad hold. Yeah, he it just it was a weird knuckler where it just kind of slid right and they just pushed it. Yeah, it was a stuff. slider. Yeah. Uh yeah, so the next game, uh I had this, I, I took this earlier in the week. Texas, Texas Tech. Texas opened at four and a half, and I jumped on it when the line came out. Now it's moved to six and a half. I'm still gonna give that as an official play. I think Texas – I think their defense will absolutely shut down Texas Tech. Texas Tech couldn't move the ball at all against NC State, who I don't think has the best defense. They're, it's it's solid, but Texas is a very good defense from what we've seen. Uh, they ran away with that game against UTSA. I think they win this game by two touchdowns. I'm on Texas minus six and a half. Yeah, I'm, I'm on Texas as well. Texas Tech's offense, and imagine saying this five years ago, it just doesn't look good. Donovan Smith had some flashes against NC State, but apparently, and this is just me scrolling through Instagram a few minutes ago, apparently Quinn Ewers could possibly play in this game, which is very good for Texas. And even if he doesn't play, I still think Hudson Card is not good, but competent enough to win this game by at least a touchdown. I just think there's too much talent on Texas, especially, I mean, Bijan Robinson, Xavier Worthy, and that defense that you talked about. It I don't know why this is only six and a half. Texas Tech is getting a little too much respect right here for playing NC State, a team that we don't know if they're all that good. Very close. Mm-hmm. NC State's looked rough to start the year. That offense is putrid. Yeah, it's it's very interesting. Um, yeah, but I like Texas in the spot. I'm gonna talk about NC State later. Um, not that I have an official play for that, but I do have a play in my parlay. Uh, the next game, I think this is, I think I'm the only one that has a play in this one as well. Another 330. I'm just looking down the ESPN slate right now. Uh, I have North Carolina money line against Notre Dame. Uh, yeah, I just don't like Notre Dame. I think they have looked awful. NC, UNC is coming off a bye as well, right? Uh, they yeah, are, yes. They are because they played week, week zero, zero against FAMU. Yes. So I, I think Drake may. Uh, I don't think they're going to be, like, as potent as they have been because Notre Dame's defense is, like, the only good part about that team. But I think Drake May will sling it. I think they'll score enough. I don't think Notre Dame can score. I don't think – his name's Pine, the backup. Drew that Pine. Tommy Reese was on. Yeah, Drew Pine's not good. I mean, there's a reason Tyler Buckner was starting, and Tyler Buckner was comedically bad. I think one of the most interesting things about this game is this Notre Dame offense that has been disgusting, putrid, atrocious, every single bad adjective I can think of going against UNC's defense coached by Gene Chizik, which has also been every bad objective adjective you can think of. That's going to be the most disgusting matchup of the entire slate. Yeah, it's going to be pretty gross, but I think UNC pulls away at home. And then again, the three thirty game, Minnesota, Michigan State. If you want to talk about that a little bit, Andrewster. 
So yeah. I, have a play. I don't have a play because I try and not bet Minnesota games unless we're playing yeah. Colorado. But it, it's really unfortunate what happened to Chris Alman Bell. I hate that he's going to be done for the year. It, it's really – it hurts the offense – but it also means that guys are going to have to step up. Dalen Wright is a guy, I don't know why he doesn't get more targets. Whenever Tanner Morgan is able to perfectly place a ball near Dalen Wright, he's going to catch it. Very good when he's dealing with the ball in the air. Revan Spanford, another underutilized weapon that they have. He's been getting like maybe two, three receptions a game. I expect that to shoot up. And the thing I'm worried about, not worried about, from an unbiased standpoint, I don't care about being a Minnesota fan. I'm worried about Peyton Thorne going up against one of the better secondaries, one of the best secondaries in the country. Minnesota has a very good safety tandem of Jordan Howden and Tyler Newbin and Peyton Thorne this year has sucked. He is awful. He overthrew maybe four touchdowns against Western Michigan. And I still hate him for that because I had the over in that game, but I don't know if he's really going to be able to get anything going. We don't know the status right now of Jaden Reed. The entire offense just doesn't look great. Jarek Rossard needs more touches. But that defense, that Michigan State defense, the secondary especially, Jacoby Winman's a freak. But that secondary for Michigan State is awful. Mel Tucker knows that he's called himself a horse bleep coach, which is also ironic because he was the secondary coach at Alabama. If Tanner Morgan can throw the ball and not throw a pick, Minnesota wins. It's either Minnesota wins by 10 or Michigan State wins by 10. I don't see this being a, a two-point game at the end of the day. Yeah, so I, I'm on the Minnesota side of things. I think that Peyton Thorne is not good. I like you said, Minnesota is a really good secondary. I'm on Minnesota with the three. I mean, getting them giving three on the road is pretty telling of what Vegas thinks of Michigan State. Their defense, their secondary is horrendous. Uh, I know Minnesota is going to run the ball ground and pound, but their defense just isn't good. And I think if Tanner Morgan can run with play action and get those guys open down the field, he'll hit them. Uh, I think Minnesota wins this game by like two touchdowns, and that's my play. Minnesota minus three. I'd be very happy if that happened. Yeah, I uh, me, me too. Uh, the next game. I mean, I, I'm kind of just. I just saw this right now. I'm just going to take this live on the pod, not really uh, with much, much explanation. I'm just taking Cincinnati minus sixteen against Indiana. I think Indiana stinks. I think Cincinnati is going to roll them. Uh, that's really my only take on that. But we could move on to the next one after that app state jmu i know that's an intriguing one interest there yeah app state is a team that has had multiple needles filled with adrenaline just injected into their fan base's heart and i think that they got to rip out the needle at some point jmu's got a very explosive offense app state did not play very well against troy they won because their quarterback under threw a hail mary Look, it was it was a great moment. Storm the field. That's cool and all. College game day. Yonder threw a Hail Mary. You can't do that. JMU's offense getting seven and a half points to work with is pretty good for me. I have plus seven and a half. I like them to win the game outright. I'll probably sprinkle money line come game day. But I think that this is just a not a letdown spot for App State because you can't really be let down as an App State fan. This is just more of a comeback down to earth spot. It was supposed to be last week. They were supposed to have their comeback down. Oh, yeah. I mean, it should have been last week, if we're being real. Which also, by the way, Troy, intentional safety? Really? What is that this? That was ridiculous. I, I can't. I, I like that play, but not with that little time. That much, that much time left on the clock. I, I only like it if you can. If it can go to zero, zero, zero. That's when you do that. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I understand Billy Napier did it, and he said, scared money, don't make money. You kind of lost a lot of money right there, man. Yeah, that was that was maybe the most questionable thing I've ever seen, ever. Uh, yeah, but I like that JMU play. I'm going to stay away from that game just because App State at home is a different animal. You know, the, the America's team, they're just – they just cook up magic there. Uh, moving on. I think this one would actually be the over. If I, if I had to go on anything, it would be the over. I do like that, actually. That might be – I might add that. Because I can see a lot of points being scored in that game for sure. Uh, next game, I, I mean, I kind of just feel like I have – I think all my games are bunched up at 12, 3.30. I'm taking Toledo against San Diego State. Uh, Toledo was in my lock last week. I took them against uh, the over in the Ohio State game. I kind of zoned out there. But yeah, Toledo, the over in Ohio State game. They have a prolific offense. Daquan Finn is incredible. Uh, San Diego State, uh, Braxton Burmeister is their quarterback, I believe, and he's atrocious. And I don't think San Diego State's going to be – Toledo's defense is not very good, but I don't think San Diego State's offense is good. But just because Toledo's offense is that much better, I think they win this game pretty handily. Um, I'm going to take the three. I might switch the money line. I'm probably going to – the three-point. Eh, no, I'll take the juice. I'll go Toledo money line, actually, just because the three is kind of pushing me off. But, yeah, I'm going to go Toledo money line in this game. I'll eat the juice. Uh, yeah, but that's that's my play, Toledo. Yeah, Quan Finn had some incredible throws against Ohio State. He was making that Ohio State defense oh, yeah. look like they were in East Lansing. <laughs> He's very slippery. So moving on, we don't really have anything after that. For a little, Oregon, Washington State intrigues me. That's in my parlay. I don't think you guys have anything on that, right? No. I'm going to just watch from afar. Yeah, I think – I mean, Washington State, I think they could, could could win that game. And then Tulsa have a parlay. Uh, Georgia Tech, UCF. Matt, I believe you have playing that one. Yeah, I have UCF minus 20 and a half here. Uh, Georgia Tech's one of the worst teams in the FBS, probably at least in the bottom five, if not lower. They just put up a donut against Ole Miss, who I'm not convinced has that much better of a defensive unit than UCF. UCF's defense has been its like most consistent unit through three games. And then if John Reese Plumley can, can, can put the other enough on offense, I think they'll be able to cover three touchdowns pretty easily here. Georgia Tech is – got to think – I don't think Jeff Collins gets fired after this game because there's no way on earth they can beat UCF. I think if they lose to Boston College, a down Boston College team, I think Jeff Collins has to go if the loss is the result. Yeah, I'm, I'm pissed about Scott Frost being how bad he is because I actually bet on Jeff Collins being the first coach to be fired this year at like plus 500, and it's looking really good if Scott Frost didn't exist. Oh, well, Herm Edwards. Oh, yeah. Or Herm. Fired on the field. Oh, boy. Getting tarmac or getting end-zoned. What's worse? Uh, that could be my lock, actually. Uh, moving on. Let's see. Do, 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 do. Uh, I don't think we have anything official for Arkansas at Texas A&M, but I think that's an – oh, actually, no. I have a play for that now that I look at my card. I'm taking Texas A&M money line. I think, actually, I'll take with the two. I'll take the spread. Just because Arkansas almost lost to Missouri State, uh, they did not look good, and I think just Texas A&M's defense is legit. Um, Max Johnson looked all right, but they can – I think they'll be able to manage the game and keep it close enough to where, they're, where they'll win late. I think Texas A&M wins this game. Well, what's a higher probability, the fact that this game is going to be kind of disgusting or the yell leaders are going to end up having something extremely cringeworthy on Twitter Saturday morning? 
Oof, that's really yeah. close. Yeah, I'd probably say yell leaders, but the game like Texas A&M plays ugly games. That's just how they play. They're very boring. The only reason is the yell leaders is a hundred percent. The ugly game is like ninety five percent. Yeah. Like, you know, also, I'm thinking the yell leaders at like minus one. Yeah, that's. I don't know how those guys do that. Look, I'll say we love college football because of the tradition. That's the stupidest tradition I've ever seen. Oh my seen. god, it's so dumb. Like, I, 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 at first, I thought it was cool. I was like, yeah, the midnight yell is fine. But then I'm like, you go out, everyone fills the stadium the night before the game. Just, like, go to the bars. I'm like, just hang out. Why you got to do that? And the yell leaders are so – they're not funny. Are they supposed to not be funny? Like, is that the, the whole the bit that they're supposed if, to be cringy? If, if they're trying to be cringy, they're doing a heck of a job, man. They're doing that's, a heck of a job. Then they're absolutely incredible at their job. Yeah, that's yeah. – Wow. Who's doing a better job? Yell leaders at being cringe or their wrecking crew defense, just making sure they will say whatever. Like, I hate them. I hate them. I hate the, them. The guy like went on, he told a story about my, like a Miami fan, which is, I don't remember. It was terrible. It actually like made me delete Twitter. It was just, oh, all right. Yeah. Uh, next game. Oh, I got game of the year. No, it's not for me, but this is just not for me. And it's not my game of the year. It's the game of the year. The best game of the year we're going to see, Rutgers, Iowa. <laughs> Ooh. 10 points, baby. 10 points. Yeah. I mean, that total being 35 and a half is hilarious. I'm on Rutgers plus seven and a half. I had Rutgers in the upset show. I just think Rutgers keeps it close enough to where they could pull out the win. Just It's just because Iowa's offense is so horrible, it's hard to take them. So, like, win by a touchdown. I don't think you can. It's just, it's seven and a half right now. I'm going to take Rutgers for seven and a half. But I will only cover against them to score a touchdown a game. How am I going to count on them to win? Yeah, exactly. They only they beat Nevada twenty seven nothing, and they only covered that game because they scored. They had like a fifty six yard rushing touchdown at two a.m. with four minutes left, and it was just awful. And it was whatever. I'm just taking Rutgers. I think that it's a night game, which is it's again, and that's a weird vibe game. Rutgers eyeing a night. Rutgers against decent crowds, and like they can be relatively fun. Rutgers games. I know those tailgates are fun. I think Rucker, like the crowd will be going crazy. Shiano's gonna cook something up. I think they'll 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 cover the game. I don't know if they'll win. I can't guarantee you that, but I'm giving out them to cover the seven and a half. Also, right now the total is 34. Oh my lord, it went down. It's moving down. That's incredible. It's yelling timber. Oh man. All right. Let's keep moving. Let's keep moving. Uh Wisconsin, Ohio State. Oh, actually, wait, before we get into that, take Bama first quarter. Again, when they play these bad teams like Vanderbilt, take the first quarter. I think it's at 13 right now. They'll cover that. They covered it last week. I think they've covered the past four that I've taken. So keep taking Bama first quarters. Uh, Wisconsin-Ohio State is a very interesting game yeah. in Drewster. Uh, until I'm proven otherwise, I think that this is one of the worst Wisconsin teams of the last decade. This team cannot move the ball through the air. People can say, oh, Graham Martz didn't have the worst game against, like, Wazoo. He didn't. But I'm also going to stand on this take, and people are going to say, oh, he's just saying it because I'm a Minnesota fan. Nope, screw all that for a second. Braylon is one of the most overrated players in the country. He is – he's not able to make anything work when the offensive line isn't giving him a massive hole. He will bounce off of an offensive guard, and he'll take the B gap, and he'll find a seam. But when that's not open, he's not getting anything. 
Ohio State's not going to give him anything. They're going to say, you know what? If Graham Mertz cooks us, Graham Mertz cooks us. I'm taking Ohio State minus 18. I think this Wisconsin defense is not that. It's good. It's not Wisconsin level that we expect from the last few years. I have Ohio State minus 18. I'm considering game day. If I have the vibes, I might tease another bet up to minus 23 and a half. I think this Wisconsin team is bad. I think Ohio State's going to... I mean, last week was kind of a wake-up. They scored 77 points. This is going to be a wake-up wake against a, a good team. Yeah, I like that. I mean, I this is Ohio State. Their defense is not – but, like, if Braylon Allen, the only option Minnesota – sorry, Wisconsin, excuse me, Wisconsin has, then, like, they're not – they're just going to stack the box. Graham Mertz is very good. And I think yeah. Ohio State – it's a blackout, I think. They're wearing black jerseys, which I don't like when they do that, but – Ohio State is going to win this game pretty easily. I like that play for sure. I don't think Wisconsin is very good. I, I, I like up. everything you said except that about Braylon Allen. I like Braylon Allen. He's a cool dude. Oh, yeah. He's really I, good. I'm I sure he's a cool dude. The box. He's I'm sure cool he's a cool dude. dude. He's from Fond du Lac, but I'm just saying we all last year said, oh, my gosh, a 17-year-old's doing this. And guess what? He's getting locked up like an adult now. Well, he's 18 now, I believe. He is 18. Uh, he can get tried like an adult. Wow. So the next game on the card, let's keep it moving. Uh, yeah, because we don't have anything after that. I mean, I have a couple plays that I'm going to bring up in the parlay corner. But, yeah, if we keep Kansas State, Oklahoma, that's always an interesting game every single year. I find it interesting that Oklahoma is only a 13-point favorite at home against a K-State team that just lost to Lane. And, and that is what I have. Yeah, so if you want to get into I, that. I have Oklahoma minus 13.5. This is almost just a fade Our Adrian Martinez play. But Kansas State has struggled heavily in offense this year, including running the ball, which struggling running the ball with Deuce Vaughn should be illegal. But Ven- And Venable seems to have turned this sooner defense around. Like, they, they've been confident through, through three games so far, and Dylan Gabriel's been slinging it, and I think they should be able to cover two touchdowns really easily here. What a fall from grace, the – childhood sweetheart of everybody's you know this is a sleeper team kansas state and then it got slept against Tulane. yeah that was rough i mean if this game was at k-state k-state always beats oklahoma at home for some reason that happens every single year because always good oklahoma teams going to kansas state and just poop the bed and lose so but it's at oklahoma 13 small i agree with you matt i like that play uh, it's, I, it's not on my card, but I think that's a, that's a good play. I might be leaning that now. I mean, I then, take that. yeah, I like that actually. Hawaii, New Mexico state is a sickos game for <laughs> sure. That's unbelievable. That that's actually that a game the two worst have. teams in the country. Oh my Lord. That's so funny. Uh, yeah. Then USC, wait, would that just miss up? Uh, that jumping game? No, USC, Oregon state, right? Matt, you've been playing that, I believe, or Andrew? I do. I do. Yeah, you both do. All right. Yeah, I don't have anything in that because I'm a little scared, but you guys want to talk about that. Go. You want to start, Matt? I have. I do have USC minus six and a half, but it's in my parlay. Okay. And Drew Yeah, I, I have USC minus six and a half. I think Oregon State got lucky to beat Fresno State. If Tedford was a competent head coach, Fresno State wins that game. I'm going to ride with USC until they prove me otherwise. I don't think their defense is all too good, but – they have a legitimate NFL offense. It's actually insane how smooth that entire machine is. And even if you take one cog out and put in another, it's going to be the same exact thing. I, I love USC. 
it's a shame that this game's on the Pac-12 network. I'm going to take USC until the wheels fall off of, I guess, the Trojan horse. So I guess yeah. if if this is the time where the soldiers pop out and stab me in the heart 17 times, you know what? I'll take the loss. Yeah, this is something. So the, the public has wanted to fade USC in every single game, like you, because USC has been like pretty heavy favorites, and the public's taken the the whatchamacallit, the dogs on the spread every time, and they've covered every single game. So like the public and the public again wants to take Oregon State here, and I just I, I just don't see it. Like people are saying this is gonna be a very physical football game. Yes, Oregon State's a physical football team. What happens when the ball is above your head? What yeah. what what happens when Caleb Williams decides to turn into prime Madden 04 Michael Vick and Jordan Addison turns into freaking Megatron? Yeah, you're not out jumping those guys. And I know there's a lot of hype around on Oregon State that they're undefeated. People want this to be game day. I don't really see the appeal in Oregon State. They beat Fresno on the road last second. I unfortunately watched that basically entire game. But, like, Fresno State, they both beat Fresno State. I forgot USC crushed them last week, but Hainer got hurt. They crushed Montana State. Okay, congrats. You scored a lot of points on them. Like, the way that they played against Fresno State, they should not have won that game. Mm -mm. Fresno State, just the first – Two weeks they played with Hayner when they were fully healthy. They couldn't score touchdowns. They just couldn't do it. And then their kicker missed two field goals and two extra points, whatever it was, and that's why they won that game. Oregon State doesn't impress me. USC, their offense, very impressive. So I think USC is definitely the right call here. And then the next game, Wyoming-BYU, very funny game, but we don't have anything on that. Utah-Arizona State. Utah's going to crush Arizona State, but that's not a play for us, I think. Stanford, Washington, Matt, you have, right? I have the over here. I, I, It's one of the ones where I'm pissed I didn't take it on top. This number dropped at 55 and a half, and I wish I would have hammered that. It's now I, – I bet it at 61 and a half. I think it's still rising. I think it's at 62 and a half. But I, I still like this. This is two really high-powered offenses with defenses that leave a bit to desire. Both teams play at a pretty high pace. Washington is absolutely cooking to start the year. I think they should be able to score 40 pretty easily in this game, and Stanford's good enough on offense to, to put up three touchdowns. Yeah, I'm actually going to add that now because I agree. I think that's going to be official play for me as well. I like that over because Washington, they're just like Penix is electric. That, that atmosphere that they have – is a lot of fun. They're just a fun team to watch, and Washington hasn't been fun lately. 55 and, and a half is an absurd number. I'm pissed I didn't bet that. Yeah, I mean, that was that was a good one. But, yeah, I mean, I just think that it's just going to be a fun – that's going to be a fun game to watch. I think Washington will win pretty easily. Uh, but that that over, I like a lot. And then uh, I think to round us out, I'm going to – Finish the day off a bit of a gross play. This is also a sickos game. I'm taking Western Michigan plus seven against San Jose State just because I want some action late and I like Western Michigan so far this year. They've looked all I mean, they were they looked fine against Pitt, they looked fine against Michigan State. San Jose State did look fine against Auburn, but I just think this game's gonna be a lot closer than a touchdown. Uh, yeah, San Jose State almost lost to Portland State so. It's just kind of a – it's a touchdown. It's going to be a weird late game that I'm going to stay up and watch. But I think Western Michigan even win it outright. But I'm going to take the touchdown, and hopefully I'll end my day with a winner. So that wraps up – what were you going to say? Uh, I was just going to say San Jose State's been a weird story. You almost lose to Portland State, but you almost beat Auburn. 
yeah, very, very weird. I mean, that's just college football, man. That's why it's the best. Uh, so then that's our slate from us. That's a, it's a bit of a smaller card than we usually have. We also have one last guy. But I like the plays that we gave out. And now we're going to move on to the parlay corner. And, Drewster, I know you have a giant 10-teamer if you want to get into that. Yeah, uh, last time I did a 10-teamer, every favorite decided to lose that week. So we're going to go again. And if we lose again, well, we're not going to. 10-team parlay. or Yeah, it's a 10-team, even though there's an under in it. 10-way parlay plus 458. UCF money line, Georgia Tech sucks. ECU money line against Navy. Navy sucks. Florida State money line, Boston College sucks. Texas money line. I think that they win this game by double digits. I don't think Texas Tech's a great football team. Purdue, bounce back game against an FAU team I still like, but Purdue's going to be able to pass around the yard. Ohio State, minus 1,000. Wisconsin's not good. Boise State, UTEP, Gavin Hardison is yikes at quarterback. Utah minus 625. We've talked about Arizona State's just in shambles right now. Washington minus 500 against Stanford, money line, and uh, under 38 and a half for Iowa and Rutgers. So I'm that confident. You brought that one up. Yeah, I, I, I like that. There's a lot, a lot of favorites. I think you'll be, I mean, it's can't lose parlay essentially. It, it's never a can't lose parlay in college football, but. I would honestly say the one I'm the most scared about is the second shortest. Is it shortest if it's the minus 1,000 or minus 1,100? I think FAU could be like one of the sneakiest upsets. I don't think it's happening, but if it did happen, I'd be like, yeah, FAU beat Purdue. Purdue, wow, you are really overrated. So, Matt, you want to do your little parlay now? Yes. So, I have just a little three-legger. I don't like to do big dog parlays. I, whatever. I have Wake Forest plus seven and a half against Clemson. I, I think I trust them to keep them within with this within a touchdown. I have Minnesota minus three at Michigan State. I just think this Michigan State team hasn't looked good to start the year, and Minnesota has looked phenomenal. And then I have USC minus six and a half against Oregon State, who we just talked about. I think USC should be able to cover this pretty easily. But it's just a little three-legger plus 600. Take normal spreads. Get your money. Nice. I like that. Yeah, so I'm going uh, with another dog parlay of the week. Uh, last week, I don't know. I think I had one leg, but whatever. Nebraska killed it early. This one, I'm going alt lines just because I kind of want – it's going to be a little less odds. I haven't really calculated it yet. But uh, we're going alt lines here just to make it a little bit easier, so less of a sweat. I'm starting Miami of Ohio plus 10 against Northwestern. Northwestern just lost to Southern Illinois and Miami of Ohio was solid against Cincinnati. I think, I mean, like Cincinnati pulled away and beat them pretty easily, but I think Miami of Ohio keeps that game close. Wazoo plus 10. Uh, they could beat Oregon outright. Uh, it's six and a half. Just buy that up to 10 just to be safe. Uh, then I took Tulsa plus 24 against Ole Miss. Ole Miss isn't impressive. That line's at 21 and a half. I might, I kind of like the 21 and a half by itself. Buy it up to 24, get that solid number, and then round it out. I went a little crazier. I really went with a dog parlay. I got the Yukon Huskies plus 42 to round that parlay out. Uh, just because I 39, I don't think NC State, I think they'll win by like 35. I don't think they'll win by 42. So I'm giving myself a little bit of a touchdown there. I haven't calculated that, but it's going to probably be around plus 850, 900. So that's my dog parlay of the week. Hungry and dog. Yeah. Yeah, hungry, hungry dogs. Hungry dogs run faster. 
So we're going to locks. I'm going to change up the order a little bit because I'm I'm not super confident. No, I'm confident in my lock. What am I talking about? Uh, if you want to start us off with your your lock, your your locks are three and zero, and you have a you're one and zero in game of the years. So yep. I figure you should start this. You know, when it comes to locks, you got to follow a pattern. And a pattern that I've found this year that I love, I love, 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 is taking games with a certain team to go under. Last week, I had Old Dominion versus Virginia under game total. That hit by a mile. So you know what? We're going back. For the third time this year, I'm going to bet Virginia in an under, but not a game under. Virginia under 21 and a half team total against Syracuse. Syracuse has a good defense. Syracuse should be able to keep the clock a little bit. Sean Tucker, I expect a, a bounce back game after a performance that he was not very pleased with. Syracuse, I love them in this game. They opened at like three and a half and now they're 10 point favorites. I'm not going to touch the spread. I'm going to touch Virginia cannot score 21 points in an FBS football game. But Tony Elliott has done with that offense is shambolic. Brendan Armstrong's a good quarterback, but this year he's looked like a not so good one. I will love, love, love Virginia on the Friday night slate. I believe it's Friday night. Yes, Friday night. Friday night football, Friday night locks. In the dome. In the dome. I'm going to call it the Carrier Dome until I die. I don't care who buys the rights to it. Yeah, it's it's called the Carrier Dome. I don't care what anyone says. All right, Matt, if you, you could bless us with your lock, please. I have faded you. I have uh, minus 16 and a half here. Oh, my God. So – uh, Michigan has looked every bit the part of a CFB team this year that they've demo- uh, granted strength of schedule, but they beat every team they've played by an average margin of victory of 50. Maryland, Maryland's easily the best team they've played, obviously. But I, I, what I think is, I think mi- the Michigan defense is good enough that they'll be able to at least slow down Talia and those boys. I don't think the Maryland defense will be able to slow down what Michigan has been doing. And they haven't even been like outstanding on offense, but they've just been putting up points, just moving the ball down the field methodically. Uh, So, and then uh, my other thing, the last six games that Michigan has played against Maryland, they beat them by an average of 32 points. So I like that 16 and a half. That is my lock. All right. Fine. Fine. Just fade me. I guess it's fine. we, we we faded each other twice this year. You're one and zero. You had the half point against uh, in the opener again. Yeah, West Virginia. I forgot Virginia the, half point. the half point. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, <laughs> I love those half points. You always, I always, I'm always safe. All right. So I really, I really went on a, on a on a vision quest for this lock. The board wasn't really talking to me as much as the previous two weeks with Air Force and the over in Toledo, Ohio State. So I had to go on a bit of a, a bit of a soul search and I searched the board and I scoured the board and I found one I fell in love with. This is a five-star white whale play lock. Lock it in. I'm going to the Sun Belt. I'm going with the team that won me money last week. South Alabama minus 13. Yes, Carter Bradley's Jaguars. Hammer it. It's a lock. It's going to happen. South Alabama is going to destroy Louisiana Tech. Louisiana Tech hasn't – they're just not a good football team. They haven't – they beat – who they beat? They beat Stephen F. Austin pretty handily. Stephen F. Austin's a fine FCS team. They lost to Clemson by 28. They got stomped by Missouri. South Alabama should have beat UCLA. They're going to be fired up this week. They're at home. Louisiana Tech's coming to their house, and they're going to crush them. South Alabama minus 13, that's the lock. So, Andrew, if you want to recap, 
do your lock, Matt. You do your lock, and then I'll reiterate my South Alabama play, and then we'll wrap it up. My doing my entire card or just no, the just lock? the just the lock. You know, UVA under twenty one and a half. I fade bad offenses. Uh, Michigan minus sixteen and a half. I I fade my co-hosts. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we'll see, we'll see. I mean, I'd rather your lock hit than one of my just regular cards, so I might just strike that from the record. But I'm still, I'm, I'm probably probably still in there. I'm ending it, ending the locks with South South oh, South Alabama minus thirteen, USA the Jags, and that's our show. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. If you back next week, let's win some money. Make sure to like, comment, subscribe.